Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed, does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe and returned to the table, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has not been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you, Only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. What would you do if you knew it was your last night on earth? Would you revisit your favorite vacation spot? Try to see the northern lights? Do something 
a little dangerous that you've always wanted to do, like skydiving or bungee jumping? Would you gather all your friends and family to tell them you love them, make phone calls, write letters, pray? If you knew it was your last night, how would you spend it? Jesus knew that it was his last night, that he was about to be arrested. The next day, he would suffer death on the cross. And we read in our gospel text how Jesus chooses to spend his last evening, having a meal with his disciples, taking on the role of a slave by washing feet, giving the disciples a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. I'm sad that we can't wash one another's feet tonight. If we were gathered in person in a normal year, this would be part of our worship service. We would take turns serving and being served, gathering up the courage to make our way forward, trying not to giggle if someone tickled your foot as they washed it, feeling a little awkward but also loved and cared for, living out the words of this gospel and being blessed by this act of love. So tonight I remember the many foot washings that I've experienced, the ones during Holy Week services and on mission trips during closing worship, and the most moving foot washing that I've experienced that didn't happen in a worship service. When I went to New Orleans on a service trip in college, One evening, we were volunteering at a soup kitchen. Now, there wasn't enough room for everyone to eat inside at once. So while one group ate dinner, the next group would form a line around the building and wait for their spot in the dining room. Standing near this line, there was a man with a metal folding chair, soap, a hose, a stack of towels, and a sign that referenced John 13, 14, wash one another's feet. While the people waited to enter the dining room, this man offered to wash their feet. This wasn't a symbolic act or a ritual act, a few splashes of water on feet that were cleaned earlier that morning. This was a real foot washing for people who needed their feet washed. People without housing don't usually have regular access to showers or washing machines to clean socks. And add to this being on their feet most of the day, walking several miles over the course of each day, Feet get dirty and tired. They develop blisters and sores, sometimes infections. 
This man with the sign offered a moment of rest, of human connection, of compassion, of love through service. Surprisingly, not many people took him up on his offer. Like in worship, it takes courage to come forward. It's not easy to let someone serve you. But every once in a while, someone approached. With the same curious expression and a disbelieving, you're going to wash my feet? And each time the man confirmed, yes, I'm happy to wash your feet. Sometimes pointing to the sign or sharing the scripture passage. Then the brave soul would sit down and have their feet washed. And it was beautiful. He'd kneel down and tenderly wash and soap and rinse, dry off their feet with a nice soft towel, and then offer them a fresh pair of socks. It's hard to know who was most moved by this simple act of service. The man who served his neighbor in need, each person who walked away with clean feet and fresh pair of socks, or all of us who witnessed this act of love. When I read of Jesus washing the feet of the disciples, this is the image of foot washing I carry with me. I imagine the disciples who wore sandals and walked on sandy roads, that they walked many miles and that their feet were tired and dirty and sore. It would have been common practice for a slave to wash the feet of visiting guests, an act of hospitality for those who you welcomed into your home. But Jesus took on this role, kneeling before each disciple, humbling himself, washed, soaked, rinsed, offering a moment of rest, a compassionate touch, showing his love through service. And he did this knowing everything that was about to happen. Jesus knew that his own time was short, but he chose love and service anyway. Jesus knew Peter would deny him, but he loved him anyway. Jesus knew that Judas would betray him, but he loved him anyway. Jesus never stopped loving Judas. That's the God we worship, one who is willing to become like a slave to love and serve others even at their least deserving. And after Jesus completes this shocking act of love, he tells the disciples to do the same that they should wash one another's feet and they will be blessed if they do this. Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. If we were to love as Jesus loved, it would mean to love others unconditionally, 
a love that extends past our friends and past our family, beyond our congregation or the Christians who think like us. A love that extends to everyone, to the hard to love, to the outcast, to the people on the margins, to the people who disagree with us, to the people we hate or who hate us. A love that is so surprising, so unusual, that it marks the followers of Jesus as different. That others would be able to recognize us as Jesus' disciples by our love for one another. Not by the church sign, not by the building, by our love. We don't have the opportunity to wash one another's feet tonight as a congregation. But we have every opportunity to live into this new commandment. There are always ways to serve. Ways that we can put our love into action, help a neighbor in need, pray for those who hunger, give to a stranger, Forgive when we've been withholding forgiveness. Bring honor to a job that others think is beneath them. Return hate with love. Help amplify the voices that often go unheard. Humble ourselves in order to lift someone else up. Share what we have with others. Find joy in service. Love others the way Jesus loved us. Imagine. Imagine if this commandment was written on our hearts, if it guided every day of our lives and every moment of our day, if people really could tell that we were followers of Jesus just by the way we loved. Loving God, transform our hearts. Make our ways your ways, and our will your will. Teach us to love one another as you first loved us. Amen.